Oh, yeah. 
Come on, Al. The Lord sees your tears. And the Lord sees every tear you cry. Come on. And I just want to let you know this, that you, know, you have lost some things in your life. You lost your grandmother next year, but I just want you to know that God is still with you. And he's still for you. You may sometimes feel like you're all in this by yourself, but you're not. And I want you to know that God has has is designing and mapping out everything out for your good. And I want you to know that you are still a son. You're not forgotten about. And I pray for family restoration. I pray for the things that God will just work everything out for your good. And I just want you to know that. And that you have a brotherhood. I know there's times it gets lonely. I know that sometimes it gets, you know, it gets frustrating. But just know God is with you. Mm. And he is proud of you. For how strong you are. How, how you keep others encouraged. You know, sometimes you got to encourage yourself. But you keep everybody around you encouraged. Yes. And you keep smiling even when the pain is unbearable. Yeah. Well, God loves you. Amen. And he's proud of us. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Come on, bro. To family restoration, my biggest prayer right now is that my mom and I can have, like, a healthy relationship. Yeah. Wow. And it shall come to pass. Amen. I mean, I've never really had a healthy relationship with my mom in my life, so. Mm -hmm. Right. And see, I, I didn't really have the best relationship with my family either. But I had to learn to work through it in spite of it all. Come yeah, on, they get on my nerves. Come on, let them know, let them know. But I only make it right for two people. My nephew and my sister, but I still make it child to make peace with everybody. God's got you. He's working on you too. Yeah. Amen. Pastor Larry, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, well, it's uh it's not by accident that I'm here tonight. Amen. I know Will invited me, but uh, 47 years ago, God told me and my wife and seven-year-old son to pack up, sell out, and come on home to West Virginia. I was born and raised in Alabama, and I thought that was home. But... And my wife felt at uh, time in our lives we were faithful in church, but we just felt like we was in the wrong place. And we asked some more uh, men of God to pray with us. And our former pastor there in Hartsell, Alabama, was now in West Virginia. And we called him, and he got some other men of God to pray. And that was the answer that they gave me, was to pack up, sell out, and come on home to West Virginia. We lived here three months. It felt like I've been here all my life. Wow. Only right. God could do that. Right now. But if you look on the tag on my car, it still has Alabama roll tide on it. <laughs> Some things you just don't get away from. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Bales isn't even yeah. here. We got we got a big roll tide guy. Follows it all. I won't bring no Auburn gear. Right? <laughs> yeah. I won't do that. <laughs> My roommate in college at the University of Alabama, he was a good Presbyterian boy, and I was a Church of God boy. And he said, "Larry, I've heard that the BSU Center, the Baptist <laughs> Student Union, 
is a good place to meet some girls. We went over, <coughs> roommates, and married them. Wow. And he stayed married till with his wife until he passed away seven years ago with cancer. And soon me and my wife will be married 58 years. Man. Wow. That's awesome. So Man, sometimes, awesome. and I wasn't at that time, I wasn't really living for the Lord. But if God knows he's got a calling for you, and you're even living in sin, you're living in God's providence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And his providence got me to that BSU center, is no doubt in my mind, to meet my wife that, uh, <coughs> as far as I know, I'll live with her till we die, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, uh, and getting here, uh, what I wanted just to speak about is some of the things that have happened and uh, gets me back to the Sermon on the Mountain where Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first mm -hmm. the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things. All these other things will be added unto you. Your wife, your job, your place, your home, everything. If you'll seek him first, he's got that guidance for you. And don't Try to do things on your own. Yes. Rely on Him. Rely yeah. on the Holy Spirit to guide and direct you, and He will do it. Just like uh, when I moved up here, I was just a lay pastor at that time, and I was working a job, and I was working in a parts store right over here where Dean's Pond is now, was a motor car supply store and a Parts Plus store, and I was in there from 79 to 86 before they were cell phones, and a guy came in one day, he was building the Taco Bell that's over there now, and tore down the service station, and he wanted to use my phone in the store, and I let him use the phone, and, and I, I couldn't help but hear the conversation. I mean, I was waiting on customers, but he he, he was he was building that place, he was looking for a flame, framing crew, and uh, and I knew that my friend Tommy Richardson, that's Will's grandpa, wasn't doing anything right then, and he needed work. And also his son uh, Paul, um, and, and also his son Will's dad Terry, and they were all working together. And so he left and went out on the parking lot. And I went out and I said, "Well, man, I, I think I'm framing crew. I may have to do something with carpenter work. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I just don't know anything about it. So I ran out and I said, hey, man, I heard you talking. You're looking for a framing crew? He said, yeah. I said, well, listen, does that have anything to do with carpenter work? Yeah. Come on in. I think I know somebody can help you. Come on now. I put the phone, put Tommy Richardson, his grandpa, right on the phone with him. And from that point on, they had, uh, after they built that store there, they had a 100 I think over a hundred stores that they built <coughs> all in, the, in, in the East Coast, oh, no. you know, just by that one time of God sending me here. That's just one little thing, you know. That was one thing that I did. I was there, you know, when it happened. And then one time when I was traveling after I was storming, I was a salesman, and I went down in Boone County, and I met a fella in a service station I was selling to, Chase Hill, and uh, met him. And, uh, and got acquainted with him, and he was a Christian, and uh, went to some of his church services, and finally got me, invited him over to uh, our church there in Scott Depot, mm -hmm. and uh, 
later on, some of the people came with them, and one of them was, uh, I can't remember his name now, <laughs> but anyway, he came, he came with them, and uh, later I visited him in the hospital and prayed for him, and he got saved, oh. and one of these days, I'm going to see him in heaven, That's right. because God sent me to pack up, sell out, and come on home to West Virginia. Like I said, my son was seven years old when we came here. Now he's 54 years old. Wow. He owns Cooper's Car Care down in Scott Depot. He's got a wonderful wife. But here, three years ago, she was diagnosed with lung cancer. We began to pray for her. They sent her to Cleveland Clinic. They operated on her. They didn't find any cancer. Praise God. Hey, praise God. She came back home though, but when, when they opened her up, it just sort of, you know, I don't know, something else got in there. And it's right there, you know, two or three years ago. I don't know the exact date, but that's when the COVID was really going on. Mm -hmm. And she got the COVID. She was in Calvin Huntington for 53 days. And most of those times, those yeah. days she was on the vent. We just kept praying for her and praying yes. for her and praying for her. And one one day our pastor was there with her and uh, was was praying with her. And, uh, I mean, she couldn't speak. She was, like I say, she's on the vent. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of people that's had near-death experiences, mm -hmm. make trips to heaven or mm -hmm. outside of heaven. I talked to a man who's been there before and, and uh, saw his, his dad uh, stick his hand out of heaven and spoke to him, and uh, so anyway, <coughs> she had a near-death experience. She went up just outside the gates of heaven, and there she found her 20-year-old son who died, uh, had been dead about a year. He, he had special needs from birth, mm -hmm. and he was in a wheelchair. He couldn't speak. He, he was on a feeding tube but he was one of the happiest 20 year old young men that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said when she saw him, you know, Bob said, we're gonna have a new body in heaven, Amen. right? Amen, praise God. He said he was a big, strong, muscular guy. And he went over and he picked her up, mom, mom. He said, come, I wanna show you where I live. And then about that time, Ooh, listen, woo, you feeling anybody? Anybody feeling this? About that time, a booming voice said, no, it's not your time. Come on. Boom, she's right back down in that bed, you know. And it wasn't very long, just a few days, that she, she got well. And she'd been home, and she'd been work, back to work now for a year. Well, now, let me tell you about the confirmation of that. That about the same time that she went to heaven, her brother-in-law called his, 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 his wife mm -hmm. and said, hey, Hey, is, is, is Bobby okay? Is, is she okay? So why, why, what are you talking about? He said, hey, I just had a dream and I saw her in heaven. I think she might have died. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. She didn't die. But he said, yeah, you're right. Because I heard a big booming voice Come that on. said, no, Come on. it's not your time. Mm. It's not your time. Glory, glory. It's Man, and time. now I've had to, opportunity you know when i'm out and about to share with people about that and it's just something that we can mm. look forward to yes that there is a heaven heaven is for real heaven is real and uh then back you know seeking first 
the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, uh, all you younger guys, you're tons of years younger than me. <laughs> you got a lot of uh, future ahead of you. But it's as bright as the promises of God uh, your future is. And you just keep seeking him, loving him, and he's he's got wonderful things for him ahead. And uh, that was uh, pretty much my message. Yeah. Praise uh, the Lord. It was wonderful. Just in a nutshell there. And, and uh, looking for him, I've been a, been a wonderful time. You know, fellowship and Wendy here, and the music and mm -hmm. the anointing. Where's you sure shared, brother? And yeah. Sure encouraged me and Come on. about the, you know what you shared about feeding the five thousand and and uh, the things you know that the world. I mean, back again, back right back to that same scripture that Jesus said. You know, that they have those things. They seek those things. The clothes and. And uh, all the other stuff, but you seek first. That's, what, that's in the Sermon on the Mount, where he finished up there in six twenty-three. You seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Mm. You try to live your life, you know, for God. And uh, if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You do, but you don't necessarily have to stay in sin. Yeah. I mean, that's how God delivers us from uh, those things. And if we have a habit that we never have been able to break, my son now, he's 50, he was here when he was seven, now he's 54. And I don't know how long he's been uh, uh, dipping snuff, maybe for 30 years. But right now, this is the first time He's ever tried to quit, and wow. now he's gone a month <laughs> without doing it. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I'm so happy for him, you yeah. know. Yeah. I, and uh, but I know uh, uh, somebody asked me one time. I said, "Larry, uh, do you think uh, smoking will cause me to go to hell?" I said, "No." I said, "Smoking in itself's not going to cause you to go to hell, but it might get you to heaven quicker." <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. If you don't stop smoking. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Chats, that ain't no way I'm stopping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's about all I got, Will. Well, praise the Lord. We're thankful. thankful for you coming in. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never heard that story about that phone call. Oh, really? Never never heard that story before ever. I mean, I knew like, like that phone call literally gave my dad and my grandfather like their yeah. livelihood. Yeah. Like when they worked like that. That's what got my dad the job that he has now and right. what got yeah. my grandpa into being able to retire. Like that's just that God would send you from Alabama to West Virginia to be there to hear a phone call to take care yeah. of, you know. Yeah. No cell phones. Yeah. That was like 30, 35 years ago. Now, where did you pastor at? I'm I'm a retired I was at Scott Depot Christ Fellowship. And they changed it to the depot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you had all of my people from church. Yep. The Saunders. Yeah. Medora TJ. Oh, Chris and yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Already. Okay. Yeah. Jay and Sam Mace. Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay has his uh, own church. That's now. my pastor. Are you talking about Luke Mace? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about Luke Mace. I was a teacher. Oh, I yeah. Heard. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, praise God. Yeah, it's wonderful. That, that story stirred me up. And, I mean, I got stirred up on that story. That was amazing. You so. said how many days she was on the vent? Mm. Uh, I, well, she was there 53 days. She was there 53 and the majority days. of the time she was on she the vent. Hey, did I say there was 10 in her ward? It was in the same shape. She's the only one that lives. Wow. Wow. I don't. I, what, what I, I'm just saying. I don't know why, but I know one thing. I don't know about there was other nine people, but there was a lot of prayer for that one person. Yeah. Out of the right. ten, I can tell you that. Yeah. And uh, I, I just don't know. You just have to ask God about that. But I know. Yeah. And that's that's for sure because the the head nurse in there told my uh, granddaughter. Mm -hmm. You know that that was her mom. Yeah. That was on the vent. My granddaughter's mom. That, that that's straight from her, you know. Wow. Yeah, and in 2021, you said she was there three years ago with COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. In 2021, Cabell Huntington, that's what she was at Cabell. Yeah. Uh, they were on strike. All the nurses were on strike up there uh, for their benefits package or something like that. Travel nurses getting paid more. They were all on strike. So that, that hospital was actually half staffed uh, while the, uh, wow. she was in there. Mm. 2021. Yeah. Wow. So she was there until two years ago, 2021. The hospital was half staff. That's insane. So there was like half as many nurses, half as many people. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Man. Yeah. Jesus. And I mean, none, none of them, their doctors or none of them nurses expected her to live, you know. Yeah. They expected yeah. she's going to be the same way as those other nine, you know. Yeah. They just seen too many on the vent. But God. She was as bad oh as you could get, you know. So it's like a story of ten lepers. I literally was yeah, just thinking <laughs> that. Now I went awake. One came back rejoicing. Come on now. That's, a, that's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Well, Larry, do you have anything that you would like for us to pray about for you? Oh. Uh, well, I tell you, uh, my son. Uh, it's. Uh, it's, you know, a personal thing. I mean, it, it has to do with materials, but it's, uh, it's far out there, you know. 